morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue uh, this devotional series. I, I've called it uh, From Unbelief to Belief. In other words, uh, we want to look at things uh, that are both useful to the life of the believer, even the mature believer, uh, with a view toward these things not only encouraging the believer but being useful is that which would either be uh, directly shared with an unbeliever or provide uh, some training, some information uh, for the believer to actually uh, uh, pursue uh, some, maybe some more information by reading or listening to something else, uh, but being able uh, to speak uh, whether to a child or uh, a child or grandchild or a fellow adult or whatever, uh, to be able to speak to them intelligently about what is the gospel. And so we've uh, made the statement that the, the gospel uh, is what God has done for us and His Son Jesus Christ. Uh, the gospel is the person and work of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. The gospel is rooted in the man Christ Jesus. So we're going to continue to, to look at that, and we're going to look at the, uh, uh, kind of some similar texts, some texts that say something of the same thing uh, related to what we talked about yesterday, the Word becoming flesh, Jesus becoming a man. And there are at least four passages to be found in the New Testament that uh, are sometimes pointed to as definitive absolute, concrete statements of the deity or the divinity of Jesus Christ. Uh, they're found in the Gospel of John chapter 1. Uh, they are found in Philippians chapter 2. They're found in Colossians chapter 1, and they're found in Hebrews chapter 1. So we're going to take each one of those uh, a day at a time, and they are profound touch statements. And you, we, could, we could write volumes on what is contained in each one of those uh, passages. That's not going to be our uh, point here, uh, but uh, in speaking uh, to people about the gospel, particularly those that would be uh, skeptical, agnostic, all of those things, uh, the question they might ask, well, you know, what's the big deal about the gospel? Jesus was just a man. He was just a, a well-meaning prophet. He was a, uh, maybe a popular uh, teacher. He was a revolutionary. He was a good man. He, who knows? All kinds of things that might uh, be be said, and and they might even go so far as say, you know, the New Testament never says that Jesus is God. Jesus never said that he is God. Well, uh, in fact, Jesus did say he was God and is God, and yes, indeed, the New Testament does say that Jesus is God. And so uh, we'll look at some of those uh, here in the next few days. The first one, the Gospel of John, chapter one. Uh, we're going to read verses one through five. And so if you've got that Bible, it's convenient and you can do it. Take a look at the Gospel of John beginning in verse one of chapter one. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God and He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through Him and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life and life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And so uh, John very intentionally takes us back, I believe, wants us to kind of think, hey, I've heard this phrase before, in the beginning. In the beginning. Where have I heard that before? Where have I seen that? Have I read that somewhere before? Well, indeed, I have. Uh, the opening words of our Bible. In the beginning, God. And so John wants us to make a link between uh, the very beginning of all things, the creation of all that exists, 
and the eternality of God and the activity of the Son, one referred to as the Word here. So uh, at the beginning, uh, the Word was present and active. Uh, so we see that he was with God, which implies kind of a plurality, and that he was God, his deity. That is, this one, the one called the Word, uh, was present and that he is God and that God has a plurality to his uh, persons, that is, and we know it in a fully orbed way as the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so he was involved, he was active in creation. And I would even go so far as the whole purpose for this grand, and I'll use the word very advisedly, uh, experiment. Uh, there's really no experiment with God. All things are sure and certain. But in this uh, great adventure, uh, the whole purpose of creation was though the Son would be glorified in the work, the act of redemption. And so what is God most glorified in doing? In reconciling those who were unreconciled by their sin and rebellion. He does it through the Word, the Word that became flesh, the Word that was with God from the beginning, the Word that was active in uh, creation. And so in Him was life. Uh, in the humanity, all of humanity descended from Adam was death. That, that, that defined us. We were dead, as Paul would say, in our trespasses and sin. Uh, we were unresponsive to the things of God. But in Christ, there is life. There is the power to live. There is the power to overcome uh, death. And this life uh, was light that the darkness of our world, the darkness of our own sin cannot overcome. And so in these difficult days that we uh, live in. And I would say that uh, 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 probably for most of my life, I would say the world has been a difficult place for the believer, that there's a hostility. Well, it's not really the last 50 or 60 or 70 or 80 or 90 years. The world has always been hostile to God. By definition, by biblical definition, the world is that which is by design under the authority of Satan and its purpose is to always oppose the people of God, always oppose the purpose of God, to oppose God himself. And so uh, those forces are powerful and they are dangerous, but they will not extinguish the light of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the word who was with God, the Word which was what was God, the Word that became flesh and dwelt among us, that those that were with Him in that day saw the very glory of God on display in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that dark, that dark, this darkness will not overcome the light, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, the light which gives life to men. And so the good news of the gospel is that Jesus is life and light no matter the darkness, no matter the depth of evil in the world, no matter the depth of an evil that a person has fully participated in, the light uh, has, will, and shall overcome it. it. The light will never be extinguished in the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what is the gospel? It is the eternal word having dwelled among us and being God's light for the sake of the life of men. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day. And I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.